the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I'm hoping you have a great Saturday morning. Well, we got a little rain and everything looks bright today. But is your finances looking bright? Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. You come before into our lives and you want to help us. You want to help us to make all the decisions. You want to be with us. But so much are like me. I want to be productive. I think that you've blessed me with this talent. And I, I get in your way. Help us to learn from others. Help us be the best we can. Help us to study the Word. Because that is a manual on how to buy. Believe it or not, listeners, the Lord has given us. And there's so much information. I spent three hours yesterday. I was a little under the weather. I've been fighting a sinus infection. But thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you for giving me this time with you yesterday afternoon and showing me so much of the Word. And I ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm going to tell you, I jumped in there, and it was unbelievable. I mean, you know... I told you about this book I'm writing, and I'm taking scriptures. I'm defining what's going on today in the car business and how bad it's getting and how it's going to get worse. And uh, the Lord told me to write this book. And honestly, it might be two or three books. I mean, I'm finding so much information in the Bible, and it pertains to the day. What's going on? i tell you what, just to give you an example— I ran across Jude, and Jude only has one chapter, so I guess it's verse 1, I mean chapter 1, verse 16. These men are grumblers and fault finders. They follow their own desires. They boast about themselves, and they flatter others for their own advantage. Man, that when I read that scripture yesterday about a thousand dealers hit my face. I can see them. And I mean, it's, that's the key. There's only two kinds. I had two managers come into San Antonio about three years ago, and they told them, said, if you need to know anything about San Antonio, uh, ask Randy Adams. So they got me in there, and they said, all right, we need to know what to know about San Antonio. I said, well, there's only two kinds of dealers. But come to think about it, that's only two kinds of dealers in the whole world, givers and takers. Givers give. They're honest. They tell the truth. They're content. They try to bless people. Takers are never enough. They try to lie, cheat, steal. I said, 
And the bad part about it, in San Antonio, 90 to 95% of the dealers are takers. There's only about 5%, maybe a little more, that are givers. But they're, they're fault finders. Fault with you. Oh, your credits, your car. Your car is no good. Nobody will want it. You don't want it. Oh, man, it's not worth nothing. And as soon as they take possession of it, oh, man, it's the best one in the world. I just added 4000 profit to it. Well, that's the way that goes. You know, I mean, you've got to get it sold, so you got to price it fair. The Internet's helped a bunch on bringing the prices down. But now we've got to find new ways of making money. But these men are fault finders and grumblers. Never enough. Oh, man, we had a record month, but guess what? Here we are the fifth of the month, and we're behind because it takes till about the 20th to get over our overhead. they got to make enough money by the 20th just to bust even. And then the last 10 days is the big profit. And sometimes that pushes off to the 25th or the 30th, just depending on what kind of month they're having. And they follow their own desires. That is, being of the world, wanting to have more than anybody else, outdoing everybody. Everything's a competition. <coughs> Excuse me. And they, they wear you out. They want every available dollar you've got. Do they care if you come back? Oh, they figure, you know, the big secret in the car business is you never think about the loss of value when you purchase a vehicle. Never think about it. You buy this new vehicle. You remember we had a prayer the other day, five seconds for the loss, the death of the money of my in my neighborhood of everybody buying new cars for their kids to go to college or in high school, brand-new high-dollar vehicles, and they, they got tags on it. And every time I'd get behind one, I'd say, there went 10000 15000 20000 out the window. You know, and, that, and that's the loss of that. But we never think about that. And so they don't. They don't let you know that either. They're not going to let you. But if you know, if you'll follow my system, you'll understand that th- there is a way of figuring that out. I forgot to get the phone number out again. Barry, Barry's my producer. He does a great job. He has to wake me up every once in a while. Two ten phone number here. There's no dumb questions. Give us a call, please. It's amazing. I have another radio show on Saturday on Sunday afternoon. We had sixteen calls the other day. I mean, people constantly calling, asking what their car's worth, asking the situation. Uh, there's no dumb questions. So give us a call, 210-340-9585. I'll get, it, get pen and paper. I'll give it to you again. but And also get pen and paper because I give out my mobile number uh, on the second half of the show, and I may give it a little earlier, too. Sometimes I do if somebody calls in and wants it. But give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Ninety-five, eighty-five. There's no dumb questions. Love to talk to you. And you know what's amazing to me is that uh, I get so many calls Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and, the, and some Saturday afternoons, and saying that you know I was glad they asked that question. I had part of the part of that was my question, but I also have another question. You know what you might be asking? There's probably a thousand or two thousand other people got the same situation, and you're helping somebody else. 
So the dealers never get enough. They don't care. Do they? They follow their own evil desires, and that's to bury everybody they can, to make as much money as they can, to brag about it, to go to these meetings and tell everybody how much money they make. They got bonuses for guys that have the top gross for the for the sale, uh, just just constantly everything that's going on in that situation. And they got bonuses for the most sales and the most grosses and the most everything. And it's never, ever enough. Looks like we got a caller online. And so please give us a call, 210-340-9585. Glad to talk to each and every person. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. But what I'm trying to do is show you who you're dealing with. And, you know, in the last 20 years, some of the people may have um, changed. And a lot of people say, well, we've been buying from this dealer for 20 years, and now there's a different situation. And and now they're treating us different. It's because of overhead. It's because of demand. It's because of the dealer, uh, the uh, manufacturers. They want to outsell each other every, every day. And it's it's big time money. Is that George online? Hello, George. How you doing today? Well, I'm doing good. How are you? Great, thank you. The what? Yeah, thank you. You have a question for me? Yeah, I did. What what was that Bible verse you said? I'm driving down the road and Jude, I heard you say Jude. Jude sixteen. It's only one chapter 16? in Jude sixteen. But read Jude. Jude's kinda neat. Uh I got into it yesterday afternoon, and there's a bunch of stuff that's pretty cool that pertains to the day, the people of today, the people in business today. And I wrote in my book, how did Jude know over 2,000 years ago how car dealers were going to be? And it's amazing to me how much in Jude there is it pertains to today. In fact, I may end up writing two or three uh, chapters on, on Jude. Just on Jude. Just on Jude. I mean, there's so much in Proverbs. There's so much in James. There's so much. Uh, the Lord led me the other morning to Galatians. And I opened up Galatians and said, Lord, there's nothing in here for this book. And it, and there was. He showed me, opened my eyes, you know, and, and showed me what's going on. You know, it's so awesome that the Bible's written 3,000 years ago, a lot of it. And it's so true today. <laughs> And if we'll read it, study it, and follow it. And, you know, I've read the Bible over and over. Dude, I've, I've had a Bible study in New Brownsville over 22 years. And being part of the leadership for Cornerstone Church is to read the Bible through once a year. And sometimes, if you can, New Ch- uh, the New Testament twice. So I've been through it so many times. But now the Lord has got me with a desire to write this book. And it's come alive even more. And I've studied it deeper even more and understand it even more. And it's so awesome to show me that if we'll follow the Word, He'll help us in our lives to get joy and peace. But joy and peace doesn't come to having payments for the next seven years and uh, and trying to catch up with it and trying to catch up with the loss of our vehicles. And you buy a new one and you make payments for seven years and it's worth $1,000, $2,000. And what we we worked so hard, we paid tax on that money, and there's not much left. And 
a lot of this is not the salespeople's fault. It's like Steve Sorensen, my mentor, has stated. You know, there's so much that these salesmen can do, but I've, I've had so many of them say I'm working for a bad dealership. They're forcing me to lie. They're forcing me to do these things. I said, well, you've got a good education for them. You, know, you learn how to sell. You learn what's going on. Now go do something else, sell for somebody else. Take that education and do something that you don't have to be there for 10, 12, 14 hours a day. I got, I got salespeople at dealerships that have got to be there 12, 14 hours a day. So, well, that's a, that's a lot of work. Well, it's a lot of time, and, and you lay around in idle time. What do you do with idle time? The guys hang around and brag about it and talk about stuff they shouldn't talk about, and they make fun of people they shouldn't make fun of. And, and just today, when I was in the Bible this morning, I found more about the poor, how people take advantage of the poor, and that's not good in God's eyes. And, I mean, I even, I've even i had some salesmen that worked for me previously that have downed the people with bad credit. I said, excuse me, you don't know what put them in that situation. You don't know well, if it's health, marriage. Uh, children, you don't know what puts them in that situation. Yes, they want to do better, but why do you want to beat them up? It's just like title loans. Title loans is the worst thing in the world, 330% interest. Our government, our Texas legislation, lets them charge 330% interest. Well, that's taking advantage of the poor. And 95% of them get repoed. 95% of them lose their car. And if you do pay it off, you pay back, if you borrow 5000 you pay back 26000 Hey, I got, I got another question. Yes, you sir. You bet. Hey, um, like, <laughs> new to you, like a depreciation on the car, the constant, whether it's been hundred grand or fifty grand. I mean, how much does someone lose when it goes off the front gate of a car lot? Uh, from five thousand to fifteen thousand. Yeah, like let's say about a well, fifteen thousand. Well, and, and, and you're probably pulling a camp. You're probably pulling a camper right now. How much can you lose Maybe. on a new camper? Yeah, a camper, an RV. Yeah, I mean, we we our desires is to reward ourselves for a short amount of time, and then we lose a whole lot of money, you know, on that initial purchase because the lust of the eye gets in there, and we got to have it. How many times has the lust of the eye cost us our budget? Cost us no money left at the end of the month. Have you ever have you, have you seen that situation in your lifetime? What so many people. I mean, buying a new Prevost. Are you prepared to lose half a million dollars? I just saw one of those driving down the road. And people don't realize. I, I had a friend of mine who worked for a B, almost billionaire, and he bought a brand new Prevost. He put twelve thousand miles on it. He gave a million. Uh, three for it. He thought he got a special deal. One year later, he wanted to sell it, and it brings seven hundred thousand. How'd you like to lose six hundred grand on a Prevost? <laughs> he can afford it. There's two kinds of cars: afford and can't afford. Uh huh. But I mean, yeah, I we got it. We do we buy what we can afford, or do we? Or is business got overhead so high that we have to take advantage of everybody? I knew a guy that he bought. He wanted a Corvette all his life, and he's about 35. And 
he had an $800 apartment, and he went and bought a Corvette, and it was $1,100 for the Corvette. Couldn't even sleep in it. That's it. And he's wondering why he was broke. He was borrowing money from me so he could eat. Well, I mean, sometimes we buy more. Our lust of the eye and, and how we boast about it and how we feel about it is more important than getting ahead. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And that's well, the key. I'm get off here because I can't hardly hear on this phone. I want to listen to you on the radio. I'm in Tennessee in the mountains right now. So. Well, I appreciate you listening. Thank you, George. God bless you and your dad, Bill. I happen to know that listener. I, I knew him by his voice. Great guy. Really a good guy. And uh, I uh, and he, he picks up campers all over there. You know, they buy campers and bring them in. He brings in new ones, brings in used ones and all. And he's been in and out of the car business. He understands what I'm talking about. And, and the people that are in the car business, it's amazing how many listen to my show. It's because they think they're above what I'm talking about. They think they're so good at what they do that nobody. And I, I had an owner of a big-time dealership that abuses people and made fun of me. And he told me, talk, talk, talk. You're not hurting us. Well, there'll be a day when I get kicked in and everything's going, maybe with these books, maybe with enough radio on it, maybe with enough people. You know, I mean, are you telling somebody about this show? Do you care about somebody making better decisions? Do you care about well-being of your relatives, your friends and all? The worst investment we can make on earth is automobiles. You know, and and they lose money, they cost us money, but you got to make a better decision to fit your budget, your lifestyle, what you can afford, so it doesn't put you in a bind. Do you want joy? Are 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 you more of a, of somebody that lives on happiness? You know, uh, I'll I'll start that out on the second second part of this show. But I ran into, you know, here we go again. I'm writing in this book. And I ran across Philippine one nine says here, This I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge, in all discernment. Now what is discernment? That's knowing right from wrong. Now that fits as a buyer and that fits as a salesperson. Do you know what a right from wrong what you're telling a customer? Do you know right from wrong what a fit your family, your needs. You remember I told you about the guy, that, and this was in the car dealer magazine. The guy goes in to buy a van for him and his family because they got so many children, and he walks out with a Sequoia four-wheel drive jacked up, brand new. I bet his wife was happy on that. Now, he knew right from wrong. He knew what he was doing. But who influenced him? <coughs> Excuse me. Who influenced him? Did the lust of the eye does a salesman know how to push his button? Did he let know how to control his emotions? Or did the salesman control his emotions? Let me start that over. And this I pray that you will your love will abound still more and more in knowledge. See, the love of the Bible, the love of the Lord will more and more increase your knowledge and all discernment. So you'll know right from wrong that you may approve things that are excellent. We want God to approve things and help us make decisions that are excellent. 
that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of the Christ. That's, that's a great scripture. And that we are sincere and without offense. Now, offense. I think President Obama has caused division in our country. I think the news media has teamed up, and now we are looking for a reason to be offended. Why do you got to be offended? Has our opinion become our God? Has pride become our God? I mean, I'm driving a Prius today. It had gas in it. I love lots of gas in one, especially with the gasoline going up. <coughs> My son picked on me about it. I've had other people pick on me. I didn't take offense. I care less. Hey, it gets 40 miles to the gallon, and it runs and it starts and it drives. Air conditioning works. What else is there? Oh, yeah, the radio works. So, but do you get offense if you let somebody push your button, and that's what it is, push your pride button or your fence button, you're going to run around trying to prove yourself, prove yourself in what you're buying, prove yourself in what you're driving. Insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. I didn't attract their love for what they were saying to me, but their offense didn't, didn't bother me. I could care less. But as of a heathen about 20-something years ago, you could push my button, my pride button, my fence button. But you know what? Jesus Christ came into my life, and he changed that. He changed my attitude. He, he changed it. He gave me the light. The Word gave me instruction. And that's what we need. But are you reaching out and telling somebody you need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com? That's Randy Adams. It's free. Find out what your vehicle's worth. Find out how to buy a car. Let me run through that in a minute. Go to uh, ftc.gov. That's franktommycharles.gov. Find out what your credit score is. Study your credit. Clean it up. Make sure there's no mistakes. Get it the best you can. Talk to a credit union. Talk to a bank. Talk to everybody. Get your best rate. Shop, shop, shop. Start talking to everybody that's driving the kind of car that you're wanting to buy. Go on the Internet. Go to everywhere. Find out if there's recall. Find out what kind of rebates. I mean, there's so much information. A little bit of study will save a little money. A lot of study will save you a lot of money. Shop, shop, shop. Start looking at background on the vehicle you're trying to buy. Go to CarMax. I mean, Carfax. Uh, go to uh, all kinds of situation. Now, if a dealer is not wanting to show you Carfax, it's because he goes to the auction, he buys cars that have been in a wreck, and they're on the bad Carfax, and then he buys them a lot cheaper. And then he charges you full pop for it, full retail, and then he don't show you a Carfax. I know a bunch of them that look for cars that's got accident reports on it. So they can buy it two or three thousand cheaper and charge you two or three thousand too much, you make four or five grand on the vehicle. That's the game they're playing right now. So you gotta be prepared. Look at the car facts, shop, 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 check the dealer out, check the car out, uh have your financing ready, uh know what your trade's worth. And right now, if you've got a thousand dollar car, you know, uh dealers don't want to fool with cheap cars. 
They have to pay. They've got to pack the car. So they've got to make more money on the car when they resell it. It's going to show a loss. I'm buying a lot of 1000 to 2000 $3,000 cars because people are finding out the dealer don't really want it. I bought a car the other day for 3000 off of a listener, and they, they wanted to give them 500 at the at the dealership. Well, I gave them the three thousand. I made a little money on the car. They were happy. They got three thousand, a lot more than the dealer offered. But he's got to pack that car. Probably passed a packet a thousand. So he has to sell it past fifteen hundred to make any money. And if he don't sell it past fifteen hundred, it goes against his gross profit and his pay. So I'm trying to explain to you every avenue, every aspect of the car business. So you'll understand that you mentally, physically, and spiritually be ready and able to handle every situation that comes up. We're losing the death of the money. I mean, people are just giving money away. It's gone. It's dead. You know, and so you've got to be mentally, physically, spiritually ready for a battle because I got news for you. You're going against trained assassins that can take every available dollar, push your button on pride, greed, selfish, keeping up with the Joneses' emotions. They're psychiatrists. They, they get them ready. They get them ready for you, and they do it all day long. Hey, tell your friends and neighbors, tune in. we got another half hour. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. And thank you, Michael Wally. And thank you, 630 The Word. God bless the listeners, and stay tuned. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Thank you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams again, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hope you've uh, texted somebody, text them, tell them to listen, tune in, or something. Also, this show's going to run just in case you want to listen to it again, or if you want to tell somebody else to listen. Go to 1160 a.m. Uh, there's a replay at 1 p.m., that's right after lunch. Uh, tell them to listen to it. I think this is an up and coming station in San Antonio. It's got the best people on it. And uh, the weekends, we're trying to make it better. But, man, I'm going to tell you, during the week, I think this station is going to explode and be the best. I know that I've been listening to it quite a bit every day, and I sure enjoy it. But I was going to say one more little thing uh, about discernment. Discernment 
is quiet and intangible skill that is power-packed and able to guide you in ways that intellect alone can't understand or can't do. Discernment is quiet and intangible skill. Have you got discernment? It's a power-packed and able to guide you. And that intellect alone just can't understand. The intellect don't understand discernment. I guess, I don't know, the Democrat Party maybe too. I mean, they don't know right from wrong. Discernment is the something inside of you that tells you to go right instead of going wrong. You ever had that little gut feeling? Is that instinct or is that conscience? Is that gut feeling? I don't know. There's something in us. God's put a lot of triggers in our in our soul. Instinct and knowledge. Instinct and knowledge. We put them both together, and it helps us to make better decisions. Our decisions work. Think about that a little bit. Because we need to know what right from wrong. Um Give us a call here at 210-340-9585. Excuse me. And also the people that got pen and paper ready for my mobile number to give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. And I'll give it again toward the end of the show, and that's 830-708-4789. You know, the word happiness evokes visions of unwrapping gifts on Christmas morning, strolling hand in hand with the one you love, being surprised on your birthday, responding with an unbridled laughter to a comedian, or vacationing in an exotic place. How about smelling a new car? How about getting a new car? Everybody wants to be happy. We make chasing this exclusive idea of life, long life pursuit. I mean, that's what we've got to chase after. Spending money, collecting things, searching for a new experience. And most of the time, that that new experience don't last long. You ever had that situation pop up? But if happiness depends on our circumstances, what happens when the toys rust, loved ones die, Health deteriorates, money is stolen, the party's over. Often happiness flees and despair sets in. In contrast to happiness stands joy. That's the direct opposite because, see, joy stays with you. Happiness is just the situations around you. Running deeper and deeper and stronger, joy is quiet, confidence, assurance of God's love, and work in our lives. Man, wisdom should lead to action. And when you understand what happiness is and what joy is, you'll want joy in your life. Uh, people that follow me on Facebook saw that a friend of mine for 59 years passed away. Uh, and it was a tough situation. I've never had anybody that was on their deathbed, knew they wasn't going to live very much longer, told his wife, get us, get uh, her phone, and uh, call, my, call me, and he called me, and told me he appreciated everything I'd done with him and the friendship we had, and he loved me, and one hour later passed. I've never had that situation. Makes you think, makes you evaluate yourself. What are you doing? How much time we got left on earth? Uh, we're both right at 69 years old. Oh, by the way, the car dealers kept telling me, 
Uh, tell everybody you're not in a wheelchair because you've been in the car business 55 years. No, I'm healthy, strong, and, and the Lord's blessed me. So I'll, I'll throw that in for the car dealers that are listening. But, you know, Billy was outstanding detailer. And I've known him since the fifth grade. And we were friends. We were not we didn't live the right life for years and together, but we're both testimonies what God can do in our lives. We're both miracles because we both live the wrong side of what God wanted us to do. But our ministry started and my ministry started. And when Billy found the Lord, he was faithful and stayed with the Lord. What an awesome testimony. What an awesome miracle. And sometimes we need crossroads in our life to change our lives. <clears throat> that came to Billy. That came to me. And we're both miracles. Really miracles because of what God did in our lives. The change of our attitude, our ways, our thinking went from happiness to joy. Because, you know, we, we search for that new experience. That, that talks about us searching for that new experience and never getting enough of it. And the highs and lows of our life. We all have highs or lows. But when you got the joy of the Lord in your heart, heart you're on more of an even plane or level. And Billy meant a lot to me in my life. And I didn't know I meant that much to his life. I mean, to uh, be the last person he wanted to call and talk to. Um, meant a lot to me. It, it struck me hard, really hard. But I, it gave me also time to think about the life that we had, the life we left, lived, and the changes God made in our life. But you know, if you don't, if you're not seeking Him, and you'll find Him when you seek Him with all your heart, and that's in Jeremiah uh, ten, and so. I mean, sorry, 19, 10, 11. Maybe we're seeking the wrong thing. Maybe we're seeking happiness. Maybe we we don't know what real joy is. Maybe we don't know what wisdom is. Maybe we don't know what discernment is. But it's in the Bible, and you can learn it from there. You can help your life get better because God gave us this. And it's amazing to me that it was written, some of it over 3,000 years ago. And it still pertains today. It still works today. It's, and, and, and it's more alive, it seems like, today than 25 years ago when I first received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But I want you to, yes, listen to me, because the Lord's leading me and guiding me. He's, he's, uh, this is his program. Against all odds, I went on the radio. There's stations in this town that wouldn't have me. I got turned down by another station that's live, talked live. I got turned down. Do they don't want the truth or what? Are they scared of something? But, you know, I've, I've been turned down a bunch on this ministry. But they don't understand the ministry. They don't understand what we're doing, what we're trying to do, what we're trying. We're trying to help you make better decisions. Trying to help you examine, but be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a war for your money. I keep explaining to people, and I I get questions every day, and you can give us a call here. We've got probably uh, 15 minutes left, 210-340-9585. 
9585. There's no dumb questions. Give us a call. But I'm trying to get you prepared for a battle. You don't understand the big secret in the car business is, is the secret. The big secret is that people don't care about the big loss of value. They don't care about paying two, five, ten, fifteen thousand too much for a vehicle. I saw a lady the other day that got spun, and I'm trying to find a verse right now in the Bible to put it in a chapter. She got spun, and how do you, how did they spin people? They they give you a price, and they just keep going around and around in a circle on everything on the deal, and subjects to keep going it up. I had a call again, and this happens all the time, from a lady who went in and they put her in a new car. So what do they do? They sell her trade right away. So she's trapped. So then they tell her, oh, we didn't get you financed on this car. Of course, it's the best of the best. So she doesn't get that car. So they put her in another car. And, of course, the payments go up and the interest goes up. And then again, they pull her out of another car. She's wanting to back out of the deal. She wants her old car. And, of course, they sold it. And they probably lied to her what it brought. You know, it probably brought a lot more than what they'll tell you. They, You know, they're not going to tell you the truth. Plus, here we go again with the pack. See, every car that comes in gets packed 500 a 1,000. And some dealerships, twenty-two up to 2,200. So if they sold it for $8,000... Well, minus the pack, and if her pack's fifteen hundred, well, it, now it's sixty five hundred. Well, your car brought sixty five hundred, and you owed eight thousand. Well, they got the money back out of the eight thousand. Now this lady, she's in a bind. She went in there for cheaper payments, and they started out with cheaper payments. But of course, you know that wasn't a real deal. So they got her in another vehicle, and the payments went up. <coughs> she said, "I thought we were going to have less payments." So, well, it didn't work that way, and we're putting you in a brand-new car. And you buy, you're driving a new car, so your payments have got to go up. Well, now she can't get her old car back. She's got this vehicle. Now they're putting her in a third vehicle, and the payments continue to go up, and the interest goes up. They knew exactly what they were doing this whole time. They knew what they could get financed. They knew what they could sell her, but they wanted to build her expectations up. What do you expect out of a dealership that's overheads a million and a half a month? And that's that's a lot of these independent big time used car lots are a million and a half a month dead overhead. They gotta make the money on somebody. They don't want you traveling. See, they promised her her expectations got high. They promised her the moon. I guarantee you. And then they trapped her. They sold her vehicle. They put her in a vehicle, and they got down the road. And they said, "Oh no, this is not going to work. We got to." Do. And it keeps. They keep giving her cheaper and cheaper cars, and the prices, the payments go up, the interest goes up. It's all games, just like spinning. They spun up this lady I was talking about just before. They spun her and they spun her and they spun her. She walked out. She paid fifteen thousand too much for a vehicle. And the dealership does it every day. They did it to another friend of mine about two years ago. And they walk out buying what they don't intend to buy 
for 10000 too much. Desperate dealers do desperate things. And I'm trying to find the scripture to fit that. In the city of San Antonio, we've got so many desperate dealers doing so many desperate things. I don't want to even bring it up. One of them has affected a lot of people, and it's going to affect a big-time security. I'm sorry, a big-time credit union in this town. Big-time credit union because of the way they were selling it, the way they handle it. I think there's some stuff going on that probably a little bit on the under-the-table deal. And the situation, how they handle the paperwork. Desperate dealers do desperate things. And let me tell you about dealers. If they can cheat, they will. If they can pay money under the table to whoever they're buying off of a credit union or a bank, they're going to pay that guy, buy them right, sell it, make money, and this guy's going to collect a bunch of cash, and he thinks he's cool. Well, one day it'll come out to the chickens will come to roost. And the easiest way that's going to happen is that the credit unions and the banks can see what these cars are selling for, retail or wholesale. And then it's all going to crash, and they're going to have egg on their face. But big money don't care. Big money wants to play the way they want to play. Are they above the law? Or do they care because they're making so much money they don't want to rock the boat? This is a dog-eat-dog business. Nothing's easy on it anymore. Everybody is struggling. Everybody is scrambling. Now, there's a few dealerships in this town that do it right, and there's a bunch of them that don't do it right. So they've got to do every advantage to take advantage of you. And that's what I'm writing about. I'm trying to get you prepared to see what's coming in the future. I've been blessed. The Lord showed me, and I didn't listen. You know, I, you know. Uh, it's, I'd have to explain it to you, take two, three days. But anyway, he showed me three years ago. We started four years ago trying to do the radio show. Three years ago, he showed me what was going on and what was going to happen. But I didn't seek him hard enough in my life. You know, sometimes maybe I was a know-it-all. Maybe I thought I knew what was going on. I, maybe I thought he gave me enough belly talent to overcome anything. But now he's showing me what's going to happen the next two or three years. And I'm going to tell you, it almost makes me cry. It almost hurts me to see what's going to happen. And it's not going to get better for y'all. I'm telling you, it's going to get worse. Cars are going to continue to go up. Now we're talking about interest rate going up. Now we're going to see more loss of value. I mean, still... 120,000-mile cars, you know, I, I buy them and sell them every day, but they don't bring much money. And people walk in, and they all think they can buy a low-mileage car. There's not many of them out there. The auctions are full. Years ago, just to give me an example, Mannheim, San Antonio would have 3,000 cars there, and there would be 1,200 under 100,000 miles. Today... There might be, not counting rent cars, there might be three, 400. It's not many, you know, especially if you're talking about 80,000 miles. So we're putting more miles on it. We're not taking care of them as much. We're figuring them as throwaway cars. We've got to the point where 
We've accepted the losses. We've accepted a loss of value. We've accepted that man, what man makes breaks. There's some warranty companies out there that look for a reason not to pay. In fact, a friend of mine just called. They're trying to hire her. I told her not to do it. And so you've got to watch out what you're doing and who you're dealing with. And you've got to do your homework. You know, this is a 365-day job. But too many people think it's one day. Let's get up, honey, on Saturday, and let's go down and let's buy us a new car. Man, aren't you prepared? Yeah, let's go down there to my buddy. I bought four others from him. I remember I told you about the lady that bought four Toyotas off a dealership and went in there, and they tried to rob her for $7,000 on a trade. Yeah, she bought four units previous from him, and then she walks in there with a trade and tries to steal it for 7000 less than what it was worth. Yeah, another friend of mine, been buying these products from this dealer, said he gives me the best deal. I said, well, next time, and he buys a lot of units. He owns a company. I said, next time you need another one, give me a call. Let's see how well he does. Well, that, his dealer he's been doing business with was 2500 higher than than the price I got him. <coughs> I leave. His eyes were open. <coughs> And that's not counting what they do in the F and I. I can get a new Ford, Cadillac, Lincoln, Chevrolet, GMC, Buick, Jeep, Dodge, delivered to your door. Delivered to your door. And right now we've got a lot of fifteen passenger vans at twelve to fifteen thousand savings from a new one with low miles. Cargo vans the same way. There's a lot of stuff available, but you've got to have the connections, you gotta have you gotta be out in the world. I mean, you know, even in your business, if you're in the business and you know, you see what's going on, but nobody else does because they're not spending the time and the effort out in the world, seeing what's going on, seeing what the business is going on, what's available, doing business with them. Right now, we're having such a problem with with people not being able to pay. Uh, I'm having to take cashier's checks to a lot of places. And I've been in the business 55 years. No, I'm not in a wheelchair. But I've been in business 55 years. And, you know, there's, it's just so much going on. You've got to watch out what you're doing. But I want you to have discernment. I want you to know right from wrong. But you got to know right from wrong on your decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. We don't think about signing a contract. How committed are we on paying somebody we owe? How committed are we when we buy a vehicle to understand that we may own it five, seven years? And we need to own it seven years because you're making payments on it. I hope you don't lose it. How committed are we when we go get a title loan that the odds are really almost no way that you're going to pay for that unit? Instead of getting a title loan, I, I did. I helped a friend of mine. I, I bought his unit. He was going to get a title loan on it, and I told him, I said, you'll be walking in the near future. You'll be on your feet in the near future because you're trying to borrow $2,000, and you're barely getting by, and you're going to have to make 300 a month payments for 26 months, you're going to pay back 7500 for a $2,000 note that you're going to blow that 2000 because you need it right now. Sell your vehicle, bum a ride, get a bicycle, do something. 
so you can tend to your business and you're not owing for the rest of your life. You'll make six payments and you're paid back more than you borrowed and you'll lose the unit. The poor. I found scripture today and I'm putting that in the book. The poor, how they take advantage of the poor. God don't like that. God don't like you bad-mouthing the poor, taking advantage of the poor. You know, what about the politicians that allows this to happen? Because 27 states in Texas, it's illegal to have a title loan. So what about the politicians who know that it's wrong, understand the 330% interest, understand how many people are getting repoed, How many of these politicians, are they going to have to be judged for that because they're allowing it to happen? Are these politicians, is our mayor, who's a pure communist in my opinion, remember we talked about how he's worried about child abuse, but he, he kills, he believes in abortions? Well, that's not right. He believes in letting other uh, open-door policy, but the middle class are suffering because those guys are coming in and taking middle-class jobs. He don't care about us. The the Hispanic, and I've got a lot of Hispanic people who were born here and born in Mexico who come over and did it right, did it legally, pay their income tax, and are great people. I respect them so much. They do it right, but is it all right to have an open border and they're not legal and they come in and they take some people's jobs? I don't think they care about the middle class, but they want the middle class vote. You know why the mayor wants to board children and let open doors? Because he can't wait for those children. He'd rather abort those children because he can't wait for them to be 18 to vote. He thinks he's going to be too old, maybe. I don't know. He's the slickest politician I've ever heard. Let me tell you something. He'll be running for a lot higher offices. He's just a stepping stone for the next level. So... When are we going to take responsibility? When are we going to take accountability on our our actions, what we do to people, what we say to people, how we bury them, how we spin them, how we four-square them? The Bible talks about it, and I believe it. They don't have joy in their life. They don't know what joy is about. They are happiness. Well, I get your vote, I'm happy. I get my way, I'm happy. They don't know what joy is. They don't know what serving is. You got to serve everybody, no matter you like them or not, love them or not, or anything. You got to love everybody, and not and the person that's going through it, and, and the one that's radical and all. Hey, I love the mayor. I just don't love the way he is. I hope he gets saved someday. Maybe it'll straighten him up. This is Randy Adams. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. I hope I'm not jabbering too much. I told Baron that the other day. I got in a Bible study and. You know, I just, I'm so passionate at what I do, and I love what I do, and I've got the joy of what I do. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. I want to be the best I can be. Do you want to be the best you can be? Do you want the best for your family? you want the best for your future? you want the best for your life? Do you want joy or do you want happiness that lasts six months or a year? Hey, remember, the payment's too high. They just come too often. And seven years, eight years, and the dealerships are talking about ten years? How are we going to handle that deal, Bubba? I'm telling you. God bless you. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. I want to buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call. I love you, San Antonio. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Be sure and give me a call. God bless you.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.